Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello. Hi, is this Tim? 
Hey, yeah, it is. Hi. Is that Kevin? Hi. Yes, it is. Well, hey, I'm glad we were able to make this work. Great to meet you by phone. Oh, yes, yeah, great to meet you as well. I, I wasn't sure if I'd get there, but I managed to get it all typed in correctly, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Well, I'll, I'll just uh, briefly to introduce myself. I write, um, I'm the lead contributor for the site, writing uh, both reviews and weekly behind-the-song devotionals for the last 10 Wonderful. years. The reason Wonderful. I do the... The Behind the Song Devotionals is I credit the biblical messages of Christian music for leading me to Christ and uh, love albums like yours where I affectionately call them gourmet. In fact, that's what I said about the album to the team, which in the uh, dictionary doesn't have an actual definition. It just gives examples like regular coffee, only better. Um, so, <laughs> so I, uh, I, for example, felt, uh, like freedom's tree is, you know, like a regular worship album, only better. Um, no, and, what no, like, right. and what I'd like to do is feature, you know, some of your heart, um, and the story of, of writing the song, uh, kind yeah. of what the song means to you personally, you know, naturally there, there is plenty of scripture, uh, we can draw out of it and then kind of what you'd like people to take away from the song and the album. So this is a private audio podcast that I will later go back and type up as a written Bible study, basically. And, uh, yeah, yeah, so if you wouldn't mind, just um, I'll re-ask you each of those questions, but that's pretty much what I want to know. So for starters, if you don't don't mind telling me a little bit of the songwriting story, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Uh, It was... so a lot of this album, really, it's been a real kind of group effort. We've had loads of people um, involved in the songwriting process. Um, this song was actually quite unique in that process, that it was majoritively written by myself um, and our senior pastor, um, Howard Davenport. Um, and uh, he was on sabbatical. Um, and one day he just uh, he sent through some ideas for some verses that he had, and it was the verses for this song, um, just kind of basically trying to put down the gospel uh, in a song just from from beginning to end. Um, and he sent through these uh, verse ideas, and they were you know, slightly different to what they've ended up at. But I just remember reading it and just thinking, wow, you know, there's <laughs> this song is just incredible. It's like um, It was like a hymn, like a modern hymn, uh, the way that it worked its way through. Um, and originally when he was writing it, I think he'd kind of thought of it as um, just being, I think there was, two verses original three verses and it was just going to have you know just a chorus on it but I just thought oh we've got we've got to write this as a hymn you know there's so much depth in this there's so um many different elements to this song it just talks from gospel from beginning to end um and we just love that about it and um I can remember the first time that he sent it through um literally as I was reading the lyrics um I was just singing this melody in my head it was like it was uh, being sung to me itself it was just so um god breathed god inspired that um as I was reading it, it was getting sung in my head. And I can't, you know, this is actually a song <laughs> where quite often I've said to people, you know, that this, this song wrote itself. You know, this was, a, this was a God-given song. This just kind of almost came out. It just poured straight out from um, God. You know, you have those songs that you have to really graft at and write again and again and again to get it perfect. It was just one of those songs that um, sort of kind of all just kind of fell together really um, in place. Um, and then I suppose the, the 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 key verse, the big verse for me in this song was verse four, um, yeah. where it talks about you know when Christ returns to judge the world, we'll bow before the King of all. Some die for faith, their blood cries praise. In whitest robes they'll lead us home. Um, and I remember when we were talking about that, and we were 
you know, does this sound, does this feel weird to be talking about people who are, you know, who are dying for their faith? <laughs> um, and we just felt that the world that we live in right now, um, everything that's going on, uh, you know, just with um, ISIS and um, all, all other things that are happening, you know, Christians are dying for their faith every day. Um, and I don't think that there's a lot of songs, if any, that I can think of that actually tackle that head on um, and say, you know, what, you know some are going to die for their faith um, but there's the hope, you know, their blood cries praise, they go out before us, they, um, when Christ returns, they're going to be going ahead of us, um, and there's just that hope from that, and it's just, I really loved the fact that we were tackling that head on. So I guess that's kind of in a, a jumbled way, that's where the song came about, it came about from kind of, lyrics came out fairly easily, fairly quickly, as did the melody, and then it came just to kind of, um, grafting a bit further into just making sure that theologically everything was correct and um, that the gospel story that it told um, was was right and that it felt like it had gone uh, in the right direction. Awesome. Uh, thank you for highlighting that fourth verse. I was gonna I was gonna definitely get us there, and I appreciate the um, the truth of uh, all the verses and and how. Uh, rather than trying to, um, you know, you've heard terms like watered down or uh, sugarcoat, you know, uh, I feel like what's happening here is is just um, like we know in Isaiah 55, the word of the Lord doesn't return void. And yeah. uh, I feel like that's some of what's happening. And that is, those are the kinds of songs that I do believe write themselves because it's basically just being obedient to something the Lord has impressed on somebody like, yeah. the, you know, the Lord speaks through his Holy spirit and says, you know, this is truth. And then this truth comes out and then it becomes in a singable melody that, you know, people can remember sometimes songs longer than sermons. And then that gives the kingdom an opportunity to reflect on what does this mean? And yeah, as I think too about that martyrdom, and as you said, in the world we're in right now, where, um, there actually have been more martyrs uh, modern times, you know, than there were in, in, in yeah. older times. And yet, and yet that's not really something the church, well, maybe the church talks about, but I would say the world doesn't really talk about it. Yeah. Um, I think that was really and, key for us was tackling that. Yeah. And I think as the church, that's, that's part of our um, calling. Uh, that's part of the great commission is, is that we are willing to die for our faith. And that we're not afraid of that because we're not going to deny what we know is true. And then I just really like then how that is applied here. You know, some die for faith, their blood cries praise. Their blood cries praise. You know, if you think about what that means, wow. They're, they're not dying in agony. They're actually dying in praise. And yeah. in whitest robes, they'll lead us home. And then lift up your voices. You know, um, I like that in course too. We're just talking about that quick, quickly. Christ the Lord says, "Welcome, servants of freedom's tree." So, yeah. you know, first about He is um, the Lord, the King of freedom's tree, and then welcome servants of freedom's tree. Yeah, um, I, I, you know, I think there's, like I said, a few different verses I can tie in where biblically those things come in, um, and you've started to talk about it. But you know, how would you like listeners? to apply these messages in this song and in this album uh, in their, in their walks uh, as, as they, as they pray and sing along with these songs. Yeah. I think that I I start with this song. I think that the the key for us was that um, 
constantly throughout it all it was the exaltation you know it was the throughout every verse throughout every step of the journey it's coming back to you know we lift our voices to the glorious king of freedom's tree um and i think that that's seen a lot throughout the whole album actually is that um everything that we do in life everything that we go through um, every part of our lives, we need to constantly be coming back to actually lifting our voices to the King. We need to constantly be coming back and bringing glory to His name. Um, and initially, in Freedom's Tree, we had a different chorus for every verse. Um, mm. So, just like how you've got the final chorus, which is different, there was a separate one for each verse, and not all of them was uh, Christ the Lord is the glorious King of Freedom's Tree. Um, mm. But we actually kind of backtracked from that and thought, actually, in between every element of this song, in between every section, um, mm-hmm. we want to come back to this glorifying the King of Freedom's tree. Um, you know, from the ones blind and lost to the act of um, dying on the cross to us, to the rising again, um, in between every element of that incredible story of what Christ did for us. We we can't help but pause and praise his name. We can't help but mm-hmm. say, in every step of the journey, I need to take a step back for a second and just lift my voice and say, you know, he's the glorious king of freedom's tree. Um, I could carry on with the story, but actually for a second I need to pause. I need to take a break. I need to say, wow, God, I just need to praise you for your glorious. I need to praise you for all that you've done for me. Um, And this is kind of particularly bright in a couple of other songs, like Every Call um, is a real key song for us as a church because it meant a lot to us. Uh, We're going through a really difficult time. Uh, a lot of illness and particularly children were really unwell. Um, but it's that kind of the song continually um, echoes out this, you know, Christ is standing with us. Um, and actually we're constantly calling on his name. Um, we're constantly yeah. calling out to him through everything that we do, through everything that we face. Um, so I think probably a key element of the whole album for us that we want people to get is that um, throughout life we want to have lots of those moments where in everything we stop and we call out to him. I suppose that lift your voices is almost an anthem of our lives, you know, in everything, mm-hmm. lift your voices. Um, so that's, that's, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, well, I listened to the whole record again this morning, uh, you know, prior to us talking. And, yeah, I was actually um, drawn to every call. I'm also drawn to Strong. Uh, and I feel like we could have one of these conversations uh, yeah. about more than one of these, more than one of these songs. But I did ask you ahead of time, you know, which one would you want to start with? Yeah, yeah. Kind of introduce people to the band and I think I think Freedom Street is a great place to start because as you said sort of the overflow yeah uh, of of the prayerful response the of the worshipful response found in that song you know that overflows uh into the the other songs as well which is you know just singing about God's attributes singing about um uh biblical truth and also uh, just offering sacrifices of praise. And, you know, one of the things I like to describe some of my favorite worship albums um, is is that, you know, is this coming from a place where I can hear it uh, of, you know, I'll say one sincerity. Of course, I, you, you would hope every worship song or a song of faith is, is coming from a place of sincerity. But yeah. is it also coming from, is it coming from a place of, um, the Holy Spirit speaking to you, yeah. and then you, and then you using the breath that that the Holy Spirit gave you back in a response that is that is also inspired by the Holy Spirit, kind of like the biblical writers, you know, like when you yeah, when you read their writing and you realize, wow, God really inspired these people 
you know, using his breath, breathing on them, and then them breathing their breath back. And you've probably heard the song um, um, Great Are You, Lord, by uh, yeah. All Sons and Daughters. You know, I featured that song for this series um, a few years back. And when I spoke with David and Leslie about that, I, I really have been moved by this idea of God's breath in our lungs yeah. <laughs> and we cross and, and, and what that means. Right. And, and so yeah. I really think about that now with every single song I sing, uh, or yeah, you kind right. of were, you were hinting at it a little bit there with like that last Psalm, uh, yeah. you know, with everything, let everything that has breath, praise the Lord. And, uh, and I feel like that also kind of in some ways anchors down um, this album. Did you have a theme uh, Bible verse for either the album or for your ministry um, that you would want me to also feature? I'm I'm not convinced that there was a specific verse for the whole album or for um, what we're doing here, um, other other than you know just that because I don't know how much of the actual the story behind what we're doing you're aware of. Um, would it be helpful no. for me just to quickly recap over that? It, it would, yes, please. Um, so basically, this started about eighteen months ago. Um, where me and my senior pastor, we were sat chatting. We're not a big church, particularly an American big church uh, <laughs> ideas. We're a church on a Sunday. We see about 150 people. Um, okay. So we're relatively small, um, but we were kind of chatting, me and Howard, about what, what do we really feel that God's wanting to do um, with us as a church? What 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 do we feel um, that we need to do? And we actually felt really drawn to um, social media and video content and the fact that actually that we can reach more people than ever before by the internet, um, more so than we can just by the people that are in our town or in our congregation. Um, and actually, what would it look like for us to put together some sort of... Um, content that can be pushed out over the internet in order to um, reach people with the the beauty of worship and we kind of came with this um this phrasing of uh, it's a it's a window on heaven and um, we wanted this album um, to be a window on heaven you know like how at christmas time and you walk past the shop window and you just glance inside and you um you see something and you, it, it, it grabs your attention it makes you want to know more about what that thing is um, and we really wanted this album to be a window on heaven to um to what it to when you see people worship we think that that is a beautiful thing and we've actually seen stories of that in our own congregation where we've had people um, come to our church and join our church because of the sight of people worshiping um awesome. because of the beauty of that worship and we thought wouldn't it be great if we could capture that and push that out across um, the internet and from that came this idea of actually we want this to be a, a, a altogether story. We want this to be a congregational story. We want this to be a window on heaven to the creativity of our congregation. Um, so we actually open this up to our entire church to write with us. Um, so our youngest songwriter. So we started by writing a hundred songs, which got cut down to these ten. Um, and the writers on those hundred songs were from as young as thirteen to as old as ninety-six. Um, we actually had like a 96-year-old woman who hadn't been to church the whole time I've been here anyway. She's um, stuck in her bed at home, but she was writing poetry and lyrics and sending them into us for us to kind of try and put some music and put together into these songs. And it was just this real togetherness of um, this creativity. It was that this isn't just about me and the worship team or me and the worship leaders. This is actually us as a church. We even then went on to have him once every two months we had meetings where we would only play eight new songs that we'd written in those two months. 
Um, and as people came through the door, we'd give out feedback sheets and we'd say to them, we'd love it if you could actually give us feedback on these songs. It would have questions like, what was your favorite song? What was your least favorite? What line don't you understand? Is there anything that you think theologically isn't right in these songs? Um, what is there any input you could give to this? And just stories like that. Um, to basically say, could you help us to write this album? We don't want this just to be us. We want this to be our church album. Um, and the really interesting story behind that with Freedom's Tree, I can still remember the night that we played Freedom's Tree to the church uh, at one of those nights for the first time. We had the feedback sheets, and we were a bit nervous about what the response was going to be. Um, and that evening when we asked people what was their favorite song from the night, what was the song that spoke to them the most, every single feedback sheet came back saying Freedom's Tree. Um, wow. and it, was just, it was just a real confirmation for us that God was in this song, um, that it was saying stuff that people needed to hear, um, that it was helping them on their journey. Um, so that was really quite exciting. So I suppose that's been the whole vision of the album has been, one, reaching people with this window on heaven of worship, but two, also engaging our home church community in creativity and songwriting. Yeah, so whether you've written 10 million songs before, whether you've never put a pen to paper to try and write a song, we want you to be involved in this process. That's awesome. I, uh, well, I appreciate that um, extra context. I actually just started following you from our uh, new release today uh, Twitter. We were already following you, but now I'm following the, the ministry as well. Right. And, uh, and I don't know if you saw, but our, our staff album review has also posted um, – uh, so if you haven't had a chance to take a look, you can look it up. Oh, on no, I'll have to, yeah, to check that out, yeah. Uh, and, then, um, and then I will, of course, be adding you know my own editorial content. And I can tell you right now, because I do two other things for the site uh, editorially, I do, um, in fact, I already talked about this. Um, I had a list earlier this year of um, affectionately what I call my top gourmet Worship songs and albums, <laughs> so so I will be adding you into into that. And I also um, bless you. you know I write I write year end top ten worship album editorial list for the site, uh, and I also write for another site um, uh, called UTR Media, which actually stands for Under the Radar. Okay, um, and that's where actually that term gourmet comes from. Um, awesome. So it's sort of like a little code word uh, where where we um, we gather uh, as a community of uh, different um, editorial websites. Um, so there's about a panel of about eight of us um, from all different uh, editorial websites where we all have a love for what we'll call you know independent Christian music um, right. and and what we would call under the radar. Hence the name, uh, yeah. and so yeah. we we, affect, we affectionately coin um, under the radar independent Christian music as uh, gourmet, and uh, and then we yeah. compile we compile for the readers twice a year, first six months top gourmet songs and albums, and then we do a year end list, and uh, uh, you know so every time I hear a record like yours, you know, and it's only. It's interesting because you would think that that would be a big list, but um, you know, in America especially, I think we have a lot of uh, uh, label, um, yeah, uh, of big, bigger, bigger um, um, radio-focused type of music, and that's that's not my heartbeat um, to yeah. do this to do this ministry. My heartbeat is actually more looking for um, moments of of inspiration from God and also moments of um, that the word of the Lord not returning void, uh, and and moments of uh, being inspired and wanting to 
pass that on and inspire others because that's actually how I was led to a saving yeah. faith in Christ. So, so for me, it actually started with the first Jars of Clay album. Um, Great. And they really were, they really had that kind of indie vibe. Uh, yeah. And I wasn't, a, I wasn't a believer, but that indie vibe got my attention. Uh, wow. And then I heard that. And interestingly, just like Freedom's Tree, it was actually their song Liquid, <laughs> which is about Jesus on the cross. Um, yeah. And then also Love Songs for a Savior and Worlds Apart. It was those three tracks in particular um, that really spoke to my heart and said, wow. That's amazing. You know, this is who Jesus is, and and it's not a religion, it's a relationship. And uh, yeah. yeah, so great great to partner with you in this way. Um, I don't know how many hours you are ahead of me. You're, you're at least five, I maybe even six. Yeah, it's 2.20 here now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's 9.20 my time. Uh, so so great great to be able to do this. I'm glad we were able to make this work. And um, yeah, I, know I, will, I know I will get this posted uh, in the next couple of weeks. I've got you on my schedule. I think it's the first week of November is when That's I plan great. to get this live. And uh, oh, yeah. and then of course I'll, I'll send you I'll send you back the link and um, you know obviously feel free to repost it and all that but uh, yeah, yeah it was great to chat and since Thank we know we can much, make this Kevin. work yeah, yeah now that we know that we can make this work we can try to set this up again sometime that'd be really great I'd love that Thank you so much awesome. great, great to speak to you, to you. All the have best. a great rest of your day you too all the best and God bless God bless right. bye bye. bye.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.